Father, we, we ask the Lord just to open our heart and mind and uh, try to reflect on the gospel today. Um, today is the second uh, Sunday of the Blessed Martin Baba. And the gospel coming from the chapter number 5, uh, gospel according to St. Luke. And uh, this is the great miracle of actually catching a great number of fish. Um, and uh, most of us maybe heard that gospel many times, but today we would like to, to reflect on basically like a one or couple of verses in this gospel. Um, when God said to Simon, launch out into the deep and let down your net for a catch. But Simon answered and said, Master, we have toiled all night and caught nothing. Nevertheless, at your word, I will let down the net. Basically, here, this verse teaching us how we live, actually, a life of submission, or what we call, what we are like to say, obedience of faith or life of submission. And this is completely tied, or coming hand in hand with the life of faith, both of them. We cannot just separate life of submission and the life of faith. So, when here God asked Simon to go launch out into the deep and let down your net for a catch, if you look at this kind of commandment or this kind of request, you might find if, if we are, if you put yourself in the position of Simon, you will find yourself, this is maybe a logical request, how I'm going to catch a fish in the deep and it's in during the daylight. So, but we see here the response of Simon when he say, he said what he is feeling, his feeling and what they have done. He, they say, we have toiled all night and the court nothing. And at your word, I will let down the net. So basically here we see how submission and the resp his response to his commandments here. So the focus here, how basically in our life, how actually strengthen our faith or, or how in other words, to live a life of submission. What, can, what encourages us to live a life of submission or to have this kind of obedience of faith? Given the fact maybe the request or the, the command that God is asking from us, maybe it's hard to be executed, it's hard to be done from our side. So I'm going to mention a few points here that could help us to clarify this point here. First of things here, we have, we have to have always full confidence in God. He is our Father, as well as we have full confidence in His promises. And this is what actually the Bible teaching us. Always we should have put in our heart this kind of verse, all things work together for good to those who love God. And i like to just share with you the story of Joseph in the Old Testament in the book of Genesis. When uh, actually uh, he met with his uh, brothers and uh, all of them were afraid what he was the second man of Egypt, what he was going to do with us. Look his, what he said here. You meant evil against me, but God meant it, it for good. Basically, he basically, like this kind of the verse that St. Paul mentioned in Romans 8, 29, when he says all things work together for good for those who love God, exactly what actually uh, Prophet Joseph lived like 5,000 or more than 5,000 years ago. So the promises of God, is, the Bible is full of a lot of promises for us. It's full for these kind of promises in order to strengthen us, actually, and to encourage us to live and to be obedient to God. 
One of the promises that God said to all his disciples and also said it to all of us, I'm with you always, even to the end of the age. And when he said, let not your heart be troubled. You believe in God, believe also in me. And if we look at this verse specifically, how this kind of promise here is actually, if we look at the miracle today, before God made the miracle, he already was teaching them. He was teaching them some from the boat. And we can just deduce that he actually, St. Paul, he may be moved and actually that this kind of teaching that God taught him, taught all the, all the people at that time, is touched his heart as well. So basically, we, the first point to encourage every single one of us to live a life of submission and faith, basically to have always confidence in God, He is our Father, as well as we have full confidence in His promises. Whenever He promised something, He will fulfill it. The second point here, to help us to live a life of submission, we should look unto God, not the circum- surrounding circumstances. What does it mean? If you look at this miracle, if I ask you, if you put yourself in the position of Simon Peter, what, what would be your feeling? Your main source of income was fishing, yes? You think all night and you caught nothing. So you're feeling what? Frustrated, anxious, worrying, I don't have any source of income. But uh, you look at what happened here. Since he obeyed God, he actually... God rewarded him, not just with uh, some earthly reward, but also as well as spiritual one. He actually invited him later on to be to catch men, which means his main mission was basically to preach Christianity later on. So when we face, the second point here, when we face any trouble or tribulation in our life, we, should, we have to lift up, all of us, we should lift up our heart to God. Not to look, not focus on the circumstances, but we actually tra- transform that and focus on God more. And I would like to share with you the verse that St. Paul mentioned in the Ephesian, uh, sorry, the Epistle of uh, Philippians, chapter four, verse six and seven. One of the great, uh, what one of the great uh, verses that actually emphasizing this point, uh, point: Be anxious for nothing, but in everything, for prayer. And supplication with thanksgiving, let your request be known to God, and the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your heart and mind through Christ Jesus. So basically, even if you feel worried, you can put the, your request in front of God, and you have full confidence that God, even he, if He not you not you overcoming this worry, by basically He may give you a peace which surpasses all understanding. So the second point, we should look unto God, not all the the, the surrounding circumstances. The third point here I'd like to highlight, which is actually appears clearly in this uh, miracle, we have to humble our heart and mind. What does this mean? In this miracle here, when you see the request of God just asking him to uh, launch out into the deep to catch a fish, Maybe it's very hard to find a fish in the deep, okay? So we have to humble our mind when God actually trying to invite us to do something, or maybe we find the commandments, commandments is very hard to execute. But remember this, when God gives us a commandment, He gives us a power to what? To fulfill it and to do it. So we have to have this, we humble our mind and the heart, we know that God is going to work through America. And this is the faith that all our church fathers lived. 
So, the third point, how to actually live a life of submission, we have to humble our heart and mind. Uh, the fourth point here, we should reflect on God's word and God's stories of faith, either through the Holy Bible or through all the church, the church things or all the life that we... Uh, maybe if we go to the, uh, our uh, bookstore here, we may find actually a lot of book on the miracles, more on a spiritual stuff, maybe, okay, I'm not sure, for sure, okay. So, the point that I would like to highlight here, it's basically, we, for the, sto the story that we see for the miracles, it has a certain objective. This is mainly for our salvation, or to bringing back us to God, or basically, we look at the miracle to see how God works through His people. He is the Pontocrator. He can do anything. This is encouraging us, for encouraging every single one of us to submit to His will. So, the fourth point here, basically, when we look at the story of the faith, either through the Bible or through the miracles that happen over and over uh, again, we should actually reflect on them and we see how the God is the Pantocrator and we can experience Him also in our life. So, given the fact that this miracle today is basically catching a great number of fish, but I'd like to call it personally here, it's a changing a soul. What does this mean? You see in this miracle the effect of the miracle on Simon Peter. What was the reaction of him? He actually reflect. he basically, the response to the divine grace is basically, he felt that God did a great work over him, he felt he is a sinful man, he asked him to get out of his boat, and he kneeled out in front of God. This kind of, this is a question for every one of us. Every, every work God given to us, every gift or every talent God given to us, are we thankful to it? Are, to, are we thankful for all the gifts and talents that God giving to us? Or even if we are parents, are we thankful for our children? Are we thankful for our, that we have a church to pray in? Are we thankful that we are coming today to be united with God on the altar? This kind of or the life of thanksgiving, motivating us to coming back to God and do the repentance. And this is what actually the... This is how the right of the church always. We start our church right with the Thanksgiving prayer. Before we say, like even in the Agbaya, we say Thanksgiving prayer before Psalm 50, which means we thank you, Lord, this kind of the feeling of thanks, that to thank God is motivating us to come back to God if we even we feel, if, if when we are feeling thankful, when we are, we would like to, to present our repentance in front of God. The last, of, the last point to actually encouraging every single of us to live a life of submission, actually to have this kind of the prayer in depth. What does it mean? I pray for the sake that God actually strengthens my faith. I pray, for, I pray for the sake that I would like to hear God's voice in my, my life. I pray for the sake if I feel someone feeling in trouble, I pray for him that God actually, that he, he or she experience the God, God hand in his, in her or his life. And uh, the verse that I'd like to conclude the English part here when I say, I say to you, ask and, and it will be given. Seek and you will be fine. Knock and it will be open to you. So we, ha we need all to have faith and have confidence in God, 
in, that, on, in God's and in His promises, as well as to humble our heart and minds and to reflect on the stories of faith either in, during when we read the Bible or when we see miracles, a lot of miracles nowadays, and also to feel this kind of, to have this kind of depth in prayer and to be thankful to God always. So, the uh, Arabic وهي معجزة اللي هو ان ربنا كان استخدم المركب بتاعت سايمون بيتر ان هو او القديس سامعين القديس بيتر او سامعين قبل ما ربنا يدعوه ان هو يبقى اسمه بيتر ان هو استخدم المركب بتاعته ان هو يعذر الجموع ولكن ربنا كان عارف ان هم فعلا تعبوا الليل كله ولم يصطادوا شيء وكان طلب ربنا منه قال له كده ابعد ابعد الى العمق والقوا شباككم للصيد فكان رد سمعان قال له ايه؟ قال له يا معلم قد تعبنا الليل كله ولم ناخذ شيئا ولكن على كلمتك القي الشبكه. يمكن ده المحور بتاع التركيز النهارده في الوعظه ان هو هاو ان احنا نوصل للمستوى او الليفل ده اللي وصله القديس بطرس الرسول او القديس سمعان بطرس هنا. هل هل وصلنا للليفل اللي احنا نسلم لربنا ونحيي حياه الايمان وحياه الثقه؟ في ربنا ان بغض النظر ان ممكن يكون الطلب ده في صعب ان هو يبقى ممكن يكون صعب ان هو ان احنا لو حطيناه في مستوى علينا صعب ان هو يبقى يكون صح يعني احنا لو حطينا نفسنا في في مستوى بطرس الرسول وانا وهو مثلا بنقول احنا صيادين وعارفين ان مفيش سمك يبقى في العمق في الوقت دوت في النهار طب ازاي انا اعمل ايه طيب هل انا لقينا بس رد بطرس كان بسيط جدا اللي ممكن نتعلم منه حاجات كتير قوي في حياه اتعلمنا ازاي ممكن نحيي حياه الايمان وحياه التسليم لربنا. وهو قال له كده يا رب تعبنا كل الليل ولم نصطاد شيئا ولكن على كلمتك القي الشبكه. فمن ضمن الحاجات اللي تخلينا ان احنا نثق في رب نحيي حياه حياه التسليم وحياه الايمان ان احنا نكون عندنا ثقه في صفات ربنا. وثقة في وعوده اللي دايما بينفذها. فمن أحسن الأمثلة في الكتاب المقدس هنا قصة يوسف يعني من يعني طبعا الكتاب المقدس مليء بالأمثلة الحلوة اللي تبين الثقة في مواعيد ربنا ولكن يمكن قصة يوسف من من قوتها وقد إيه إن هو عدى بظروف كتير صعبة جدا وكان وقف قدام أو لما جاب إخواته قدامه وهو كان الرجل التاني في مصر وهم كلهم كانوا خايفين منه في تكوين 45 قال لهم كده ايه؟ لستم انتم ارسلتموني الى هنا بالرغم ان هم باعوه باعوه لل... وكانوا كانوا عاوزين يموتوه بيقول لهم كده لستم انتم ارسلتموني الى هنا بل الله شو قد ايه هنا يوسف الصديق شاف قد ايه ايد ربنا معاه في وقت كان لسه الناموس ما اتكتبش واحنا عندنا دلوقتي كل حاجه اتكتبت في الانجيل وقد ايه مديان الانجيل بوعود ربنا، قد ايه ممكن نبكت نفسنا سام تايمز ان احنا لما بنعدي من دقيقه ولا بدقيقه ونشوف واحد في دقيقه ايه اللي احنا ممكن نعمله؟ هل بنرجع لوعود ربنا بنثق فيها بنقول له انا عارف يا رب ان كل الاشياء تعمل معا للخير لكل اللي بيحبوك بس انا مش حاسس بكده، ممكن يا رب ان انا احس بالقوه دي، ممكن احس بسلامك في وقت التجربه. تاني نقطة بعد ما ثقتنا في موعود ربنا، تاني نقطة حلوة قوي إن إحنا دايماً بنبص لربنا مش بنبص للمشكلة. يمكن القديس بولس الرسول كان واضح جداً في رسالة فيليبي لما كان بيتكلم لما كان بي وهو في السجن في رسالة فيليبي لما كتبها لما بيقول لهم غير يعني دايماً 
لا تكونوا قلقين ولكن دايما تكون بتصلي وحطت كل لت خلي دايما الريكوست والطلب بتاعك قدام ربنا وسلام الله الذي يفوق كل عقل يحفظ قلوبكم في المسيح يسوع. فيا ريت ان احنا في, في, في اي وقت وفي حياتنا ان احنا نطلب دايما ان احنا ربنا يملانا بسلامه حتى لو كنا واعيين في مشكله ما نركزش مولع على المشكله بس نركز على ربنا. ثالث نقطه حلوه قوي ان احنا في قصص الايمان اللي بنحسها يمكن يعني مذكوره قصص ابطال الايمان في اصحاح ابراهيم اصحاح 11 يمكن بولس الرسول ذكرها كتير قوي يعني بطريقه بطريقه جميله لستت بطريقه حلوه قوي ولكن برضو احنا عندنا في الكنيسه نادي قصص كتير ايمان لو انا سالت اي واحد فيكم تعرف اي معجزه عن البابا كرولوس تعرف اي معجزه عن القديس مكاريوس تعرف اي معجزه انت عشتها خلال الفتره اللي فاتت خلال الشهر اللي فات يعني ام كوايت شور يعني كل واحد هيقول لي اكتر من معجزه طب هل المعجزه دي الهدف منها ان انا اسمعها وبس ولا اسمعها وريفلكت عليها اكثر ريفلكشن بن بن يعني اكثر حاجه اكثر تامل في المعجزه بيعجبني وهو ان قدره الله القادر على كل شيء قدره الله القادر على كل شيء يمكن المعجزه النهارده كانت هي معجزه ان هم ياخدوا سمك كتير ولكن اكثر حاجه في اكثر حاجه في في انجيل النهارده كانت واضحه جدا وهي تغيير النفس البشريه قديس بطرس الرسول كان المعجزه دي كان تاثيرها عليه قوي جدا كان تاثيره عليه ان هو ايه شعر بعد استحقاق ربنا انه يبقى في المركب بتاعته وفي الاخر ربنا قال له ما تخافش انا هخليك صياد للناس وكان وكانت دعوه حلوه ليه قوي نقطه رابعه في ان احنا ازاي تخلينا تشجعنا ان احنا نعيش حياه الايمان والتسليم لربنا ان احنا دايما يبقى عندنا كده تواضع الفكر والقلب ساعات بنحط كل حاجه بفكرنا وبنسال ليه اوكي آه النقطه المهمه اللي لازم نفهمها كويس قوي مش كل حاجه في الحياه ليها سبب اوكي مش كل حاجه في الحياه ليها سبب لو احنا عايشين حياه التسليم والايمان حتى لو انا ما كنتش عارف السبب دلوقتي بس ممكن ربنا يكشفه لي ليتر اون ممكن ربنا يكشفه لي بعد كده دايما نعيش كده مع داوود ذوقوا وانظروا ما اطيب الرب نعيش خبره معاشه وخبره خبره ايمان معاشه لربنا اخر نقطه وعاوز اختم بيها في حياه التسليم والايمان لربنا وهي الصلاه ايمان ولجاجه ما اجمل الانسان اللي هو يطلب من اجل ايمانه في ربنا من اجل ان هو يشوف ايد ربنا في حياته لما نقول له كده يا رب اعطيني ان اؤمن ان انك يعني اؤمن بيك اعطيني ان احبك حتى لو كنت انا عندي فطور اديني يا رب ان انا اكون واثق بايدك حتى لو كنت انا بمر بضيقه صعبه يا رب اديني ان اشوفك يا رب في كل امور حياتي ما اجمل هذه النفس اللي دايما لو طلبت بالرجاجه ربنا هيستجيب وهي دي اكبر معجزه في حياتنا هو ان احنا نتغير لكي ما نشوف نشوف ايد ربنا في حياتنا يا رب نطلب من كلنا من ربنا ان احنا نحيا حياه التسليم والايمان اللي عاشها ابانا الرسل والقديس بطرس الرسول ونكون دايما كده عندنا حياه التسليم ونثق دايما في وعود ربنا وان هو ده وهو القادر على كل شيء ويدينا السلام دايما مهما كان لو كنا حتى مش عارفين ان احنا هنقدر المشكله دي هتتحل ولا لا بس محتاجين ان احنا نشعر بسلامه في حياتنا والمجد لله دايما أنا ملاحظ يا أحباء أسماء العزة في همس كتير. بيت ربنا يليق بيه الهدوء التام. فمن فضلكم الأمهات اللي معاها 